0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. Hey, welcome everybody. Believe Sports Biz Sports Media also heard on pod clips around the world. Mark Mancini with us, the world's worst sports handicap or art source from Galaxy Sports. Matt Ward from Golf Today. And uh, let's welcome uh, Matt uh, to the show. Matt, welcome to the program. Hey, Matt, welcome to the program. All, calling all mats,
2: <laughs> Yes, glad to be with you guys.
1: All right, so the big story, of course, the last couple of weeks, LIV and PGA. Uh, Art's got a strong opinion. Mark's got a strong opinion. I've got a strong opinion. How about the guy that writes uh, for the editor, one of the editors for Golf today? Matt, what is your opinion of the, uh, the combo between LIV and PGA?
2: Well, I... I... I think the most important thing to recognize is that we don't even know the full details of the scope of the relationship. Exactly. All, all we know at this point is that there is going to be some sort of alliance between the two groups. And I think the, the thing to keep in mind is, is that a lot of these details are going to have to get flushed out. What will be very interesting to see is when there will be a hearing in Washington called by the two senators, Blumenthal and Johnson. So you have somebody on the Democratic side and a Republican side. And I love the way they framed um, the outreach to the people from the PGA tour and live as a request to come by. Um, that's really not an invitation you can turn down because if you turn it down. You could probably fully expect that some kind of subpoena will be coming forward so that you will come to Washington. Um, so I think... We have to look at, you know, the, the, the scope of what kind of details are coming forward. And then the second thing is, is that the Justice Department has opened a full investigation in terms of whether or not there's any antitrust uh, situations involved here because of the scope of what men's professional golf would be about. Now, that's just two things. There's other elements that are tied to this. I mean, you know, the idea of sports uh, taking money from either autocratic countries or countries that have dubious uh backgrounds in human rights and then there's also the element that you know does that even matter to sports organizations uh do they just simply grab the money and go from here um tom watson sent a letter that came out recently and a i think that
3: letter,
2: letter man. Was, it was the letter was a very um deep letter to go into Um, What kind of finances uh, does the PGA Tour have in terms of going forward? Because they raise the purses. um, I will tell you from the sources that I have talked to uh, after being at the U.S. Open last week that, uh, you know, a lot of sponsors have a a great concern that, you know, they've been asked to really basically double up their purses almost. And at the same time, they want to make sure that they get, you know, the quality of the fields, you know, so, so that if they're putting up that kind of money. What are they going to get? So in, in the long and the story short right now with live, we don't know the full details, but I would fully expect that at that hearing on July 11th in Washington, there's going to be some fireworks coming forward. I mean, there's. hang
1: on one second. Matt, what I want from you is your opinion. You mentioned that word autocratic. So I think you're on my side on this that I wouldn't deal with the Saudis at all, but I'd like to hear. What your if the opinion.
3: PGA Tour was going yeah. broke, Fred? What, if no, they what, were going
2: broke, want, what, what do you do opinion. then?
1: I just want to hear Matt's opinion, personal.
2: Well, I I I think you have to ask yourself this question, okay? And you know, when I when I first heard of Monahan flipping the switch and changing gears, and he used the two word phrase "changing circumstances." That's what he said. Well, what were the circumstances that changed between yesterday and the day after yesterday? So, you know, I, I want to mention this. This is really crucial to get more than anything. When you're before the Congress, you have to take an oath. And you will be subjected to perjury. If except la- except lately, down.
3: that doesn't seem to hold much water. Yeah.
2: Here, yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you the reason why I say that is because right now, we don't know. Whether top is bottom or left is right until the details are all flushed out. And And the
3: commissioner, and the commissioner is is in health has really bad health problems right now. We haven't heard, uh, you know, nothing from him at all. God, I mean, I hope he's okay. I wouldn't wish anything bad on anybody, Matt. But But, you know, there's a lot of things floating in the breeze. Go ahead, Mark.
0: let, Let me ask you, Matt. I also live in a city in L.A where I've seen two L.A. city councils embezzle money and they've got slap on wrist and they've been suspended. I don't see what the big deal is because China's been in the in bed with the NBA. We should be looking at the LPGA for making the deal anyhow. And nobody stopped driving cars when Saudi Arabia had the embargo years ago.
2: Let me just say this. I, I think everything that you just pointed to, if you look at it from the consistency argument, the consistency argument is very simple. I mean, when an NBA executive at the Houston Rockets, when he came out and, and said on a Twitter that he supports Darryl the marchers in Hong Kong, when he said that, the Chinese pulled all of NBA off of their, of their television. Simple as that.
3: 300 million fans. Gans, 300 million right.
2: even, fans. Le, even even LeBron James, who is obviously a supporter of Black Lives Matter, he was pushed on this to say, well, LeBron, if you're in favor of Black Lives Matter, what about the lives that are involved in Hong Kong that are possibly going to be put down by the Chinese government? There, there's a lot of complications to these stories. The, these stories are not all black and all white sports organizations today are thirsty for money. That is yeah. their number one goal. Their number one goal is to keep in existence. The PGA Tour probably realized at the time that they made through this changing circumstances that if they were to go forward with litigation, with Live, a lot of things would have came to public light through the discovery process that we don't even know about at this point. So what they did mutually was we're going to end the litigation. We will never know the full details of a lot of different things. And as a result of that, they were able to save on their litigation costs, which are roughly right now about 40 to $50 million just on the PGA Tour side.
3: And, and Matt, and you know this, Matt. You also know that because of the enhanced tournaments like this week at the Travelers, the PGA Tour did not do new contracts with their sponsors. They had to come up with this money out of their fund. And they started looking at that fund, and they went oh darn. Well, not really oh darn, but we need to we need to come up with a way to to really, you know, fund this whole process. Now, all of a sudden, you had two people that were on the board, uh, the gentleman from uh, Seminole Country Club, uh, the big Jimmy Don, I believe is his name. Yeah. Yeah. He said, look, the only people that could make this happen and make everything go away is if we do something with the Saudi Arabian people, the people who formed Live. And $25 billion later, they came up with this agreement. Three people. Excuse me, two people with with three people with Jimmy Dunn. But why would Greg Norman want to be called in front of Congress or or the Senate when he had nothing to do with the in anything to do with the the original agreement? You know, he was not one of the people involved in that. He was after the Uh, fact.
2: Well, I I will say this, and I I just can't say this again. When you are called before the Congress and you have to take an oath. You are now subjected to any perjury claim and comes, you know, you can fabricate a lot of things with the media. You can go to a press conference and say, pigs fly if you want, and somebody will call you out on it. But you can just say what you want to say. But when you're in front of of a congressional hearing, you're going to take an oath. Everything you say is being recorded. I fully expect that Blumenthal and Johnson will be well versed in what questions they want to ask each of these people as they come forward. And I think there's going to be a lot of things that are Mm -hmm. going to come out. I, I was going to say there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of things that are going to come out at this particular situation that we probably don't know at at this point and it'll be interesting to see how it plays out I fully expect if it's not at that hearing then sometime thereafter that victims of 9 11 will be called in front to give their take on what's going on this is going to be an emotional situation that's right. going to play out and it's not just going to end but, just because so, on so, but let me ask you a question we
3: used a keyword earlier called requested. Okay. Do you think at a certain point in time that requested becomes subpoenaed? Because if you're requested to say something, you can always say, you know, based on everything I know, I'm going to plead the fifth on this, because this is an, an agreement between three principles, the DP World Tour, the PGA Tour and the Live Tour. And what, you know, what do you have anything to do with this?
2: Very simple. Cool. It's it, If the matter is reviewed by the Justice Department and you have an antitrust situation, you got to keep in mind with the other sports that exist in this country. Baseball has received an exemption from antitrust, okay? So has the NFL, okay? Well, the NFL doesn't have to worry because it's so dominant, but <laughs> baseball has that. Golf does not have that, okay? So the reality is the Congress can play a role in how these situations play out. This is not because we say so, that becomes so. Just because the PGA Tour says, hey, we're going to do this with live." They are not going to be independent today. We can do what we right. want when we want. This so is a the, matter. So the
3: of, government you know, of the United States can actually dictate to a. On to an antitrust a, a matter,
2: it's, it's, no, it's no different than any monopoly well, that would exist.
3: Uh, well, is, man, there, but, is there a monopoly when there when there's other tours?
2: Well, I mean, there's nothing comparable to what the PGA Tour has. I mean, that's well, not there's not even, a Japan PGA Tour. What's
3: there's that? a Japan PGA Tour. There's the oh, Australian PGA Tour. There's there's
2: nothing. There's oh, nothing is the DP similar. World Tour
3: even close to the PGA Tour, man? No,
2: no, no, not even close. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you ever see anybody from the J- Japanese Tour or from DP say, you know what, I like it so much over here, I'm just going to stay here because I'm playing
3: for Jumbo basically
2: percent of the money.
3: Jumbo they Ozaki. Come and Matt, 10 years ago, the Japanese PGA Tour played for $75 million and the U.S. Tour played for $100 million. So that's pretty well, close.
0: Let me let me ask you, Matt. It is, uh, but you... first, ahead, first of all, first of all, we never we ne- we never, and, and I'll use this analogy. We never really know. We surmise, but we we kind of convicted Barry Bonds here of using steroids, and it was pretty much flaxseed oil at the time. So we've never really convicted him, and everybody had him, and Palmero and all these guys, and that's a baseball thing. But let me ask you. If the money's coming from Saudi Arabia and we're living in the United States or and people are struggling on a daily basis to be from homelessness, are we actually, if somebody's offering us $300 million in cars and 30 vacations, are we actually just saying to them, well, I don't know where this money's coming from for you to
1: give it to me. I don't think I can sign it. Wait, wait a minute, and- hang on. So a- a- Adolf Hitler... Wanted to give us well, 300 billion, 300 billion, whatever the case might be, I'm, now, I'm, I'm because because the Saudis right now to to gays and to women treating as about as badly as Jews were treated, not later, but in 1936 and the Olympic Games, and we've talked about Avery. Well, what about, and that okay, what about the
3: China, what about the Chinese? I'm not, the disagreeing. I'm not, I'm not okay. disagreeing, but in this the case, Russians. I as mean, Matt in,
1: as Matt indicated, Matt Ward's with us from uh, from Golf Today. As he's indicated, you know, there are rules in this country as far as uh, uh, the antitrust is, is concerned. And now 99, 98% of the golf, these two together would control everything. And that's why the government is intervening at this point. Well, how, how
0: come Bud Selig got a pass and, and all these other guys got hung uh, pretty much or vindicated when Bud Selig knew exactly what was going on when the sport was dying?
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The
0: when the sport was dying in 94, they resurrected with the girls, uh, chicks did the long ball, and then all these Sosa, guys. Sosa, Maguire. Yeah, all those all guys. these guys got thrown under the bus, but Bud Seeley got a pass. So we
1: created a gray area for Bud Seeley. But all these other guys. You compare opening up, changing the baseball to what the Saudis are doing to people in their country. Matt. So, uh, you're, you, so Fred, Matt, you're, you're saying
3: basically this is all about sports washing.
1: Yeah, I think definitely sports. Why I don't think Matt, do you agree or disagree? Well,
2: I, I think you have to look. I think when we go back to anything in sports, the source of the money has never really been the issue in the past. It's just been get whatever money you can get your hands on as quickly as possible. So, you know, at what point does the line get drawn? No, no pun intended in the sand. Okay. So <laughs> I, I I I can I can certainly hear what what Mark is saying and what Artie is saying. I mean, I, I don't doubt that. I think the bigger question, and this has come up recently, okay? I mean, the LPGA commissioner even said that she would still take a phone call from the Saudis, okay, in terms of what potentially could happen here. Now, keep in mind, the KPMG event, which is going on this week that I'm covering at Ballus they made it a point this week to talk about the empowerment of women. So you have to think about the consistency and the logic of having the empowerment of women to be connected to a country that views women in to be frankly, to be candid in a medieval terms. Okay. Right. So right. is that what you want? Do you want to take me, that kind of money? And at the same time, understand that you are undercutting the very message that you are broadcasting and you're going to see much of it this week in terms of what KPMG is doing to highlight women's involvement, right. the diversity of the game, making it better for the younger Matt, generation of girls that are Matt, coming let up. Let me
3: ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What if the Saudis said, "Okay, let's include the LPGA in this agreement and let's make sure that the girls are playing for the same amount of money as the guys are playing for? Would that not enhance their position or their potential agreement?
2: I think the question that would come down to is, do you do you sell out your morality for pay equity? That's what you have to ask yourself. so that's the question
3: that's so that was but that's
2: but but the women the women this week are playing for a tremendous purse about 10 million dollars in two weeks at pebble beach they play for the highest purse women's golf has evolved rapidly in the last decade but -hmm. that would be the question that i would ask as a media person is does that matter to you where the money comes from or is pay equity better as or is that more important it's either or it's either one or the other and you know, the women would be underneath as much scrutiny as what the men get right now. That, that argument doesn't exist right now because there's no deal, uh, at least publicly stated, between LPGA and whatever live can be. I mean, we, we'll see how that plays out. It could possibly be that that could happen down the line.
1: Matt Ward, how can people uh, read your stuff at, uh, at Golf Today?
2: Well, all, all you'd have to do is just go to Golf Today UK and you could put my name in. Um you know, I mean, this is a very busy time. So, I mean, last week I was in Los Angeles for the Open. Um, obviously, this week uh, we have the KPMG event going on, which is a major championship for the women. Um, so, yeah, I would say, you know, they can reach hey, Matt, out.
3: Have you had a chance to cover any of the LIV tournaments yet?
2: Yeah, a, a couple of them. And, um, you know, clearly the ones that Trump has done, I've been at those. Um, <laughs> I have not been abroad to see any of the tournaments. I mean, they have the upcoming one. Is a return visit. Yeah, the, the, well, the return visit to London. Um, but the event that took place in Australia was, was good golf theater. I mean, you have to put things in context. I mean, the way yeah. that tournament played out, it was good golf theater uh, in terms of what happened. But I, you know, the, the issue is going to come down to at the end of the day is we need to know more of the details about what this is all about. Right now, what we have is a handshake agreement, so to speak. And it'll be interesting to see when all of this is played out. And I can tell you from the sources that I talk to, there are a lot more cards in this deck than some people are, you know, are ready to say, I don't think anybody can say that. So we need to see how this all is going to, is going to play out in a lot of different ways. And I think once we get a handle on that, then we'll find out whether or not this is going to go forward and, you know, whatever is going to take place right now, the way the schedules are set. It appears that things are going to stay as is right now. I mean, I mean when I say not just for 23, yeah, so I mean, we're going to have to see how this all plays itself out. And, you know, right now, I would just say July 11, what a day to be in Washington, because that's not going to be about a week. It's going to be about a week and change before the Open Championship takes place at Royal Liverpool.
1: And if you've you heard anything, uh, golf, Matt, Matt Ward of Golf today. Thank you very much for appearing on Believe. I just want to he's ask good. him one question,
3: Fred. I want to hear if he's heard anything about Commissioner Monahan, positive, negative, uh, his health. Have you heard anything? No,
2: I, I, I haven't heard anything that that I can say with confidence here. Okay, cool.
1: M- Matt Ward. And I don't mean that that for, a bad or bad bad in in a bad. Thank you way. for thank you for appearing on Believe Sports Biz Sports Media. Also heard on Pod Clips. I think we're split two two on the. Uh, the question of LIV and the the PGA right here. And of course, stay tuned for a lot more of Believe Sports Biz Sports Media. Thank you, everybody. Bye.
3: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for
0: B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.